beard in. I see a lot of people playing with them on podcasts. Do you? Yeah, it's just, uh, it was like, how are these so that we wouldn't play with it as much? <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to Cairo Coffee, episode number 15. And uh, as usual, I have Dr. Dave and myself, right. Dr. Josh. We're in the zone again, mate. We are, mate. In the coffee zone. Another, another Monday afternoon. Uh, that seems to be our routine now. We we mm. fire up and get on the podcast before we start seeing patients on our Monday afternoon shift. Yeah, I like it because now you know you get a week to think about it. You know what we're going to do, and before it was kind of just all over the shop, wasn't it? Sure, sure. Yeah. Or just uh, when I have my first coffee in the morning, I start thinking about. Oh, I've got to have that coffee at midday with Dr. Dave and <laughs> hash out some sort of masterpiece on podcast. Yeah, and as per usual, our, our listeners are growing. Yeah, exponentially. I think I think sending them the the right link. Oh my god! To actually download yeah. and listen to the podcast was a big step. So we are taking uh, <laughs> applications for sponsorship now. Mm. Um, well, Common Arch Coffee didn't really work out, did it? No. So Common Arch Coffee's been getting a little, little bit of run on it, but uh, we might have to swap to Law. Seems we're like it is Law, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so we've got very fancy stands here today as well. I'm very impressed, Dr. Dave. You've um, eBayed a storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that yeah. where they came from? No, they came from Care You, which is something that I've never ever heard of in my life, but the price was right. So, mm. you know. Very fancy. Shout out to Care You. Based in Melbourne. There you go. Good on you. Yeah. So today I thought we would chat a little bit um, about the things that we've implemented in our lifestyle. Um, and we wanted to call this uh, episode Practice What You Preach. Mm. And um, I, I guess I sort of started thinking about this because uh, when I'm often adjusting people, uh, they see the adjustment initially as uh, such such a, a big thing and um, I'm adjusting them through a protocol and they will be like, oh my God. And I'll be like, that was an awesome adjustment. And she's like, oh, I'm glad you think so. And I'm like... I do think so and uh you know well you weren't getting adjusted i'm like yeah but i was adjusted just an hour before you got here today and they're always surprised oh you just got adjusted why did you get adjusted Mm. and uh i'm always surprised that they're surprised yeah yeah probably means they're not listening (laughs) well trying to chat to them table side so you know how often do you get adjusted uh, I should know i adjust you most of the time yeah so uh i get adjusted at least twice a week um and often i'll get adjusted three times a week yeah yeah and uh you know that's that's something that is pretty common especially dr dave he's he's only just started getting abc protocols in the last you know eight months yeah yeah since like november december yeah so you know typically that that does mean that we're we're treating your body a lot differently to what you were having before what were you having done before abc uh, all sorts. So uh, when I was in Ottawa, I was um, mostly practicing another technique called MC2, which is like very light, um, sure. you know, light input and, you know, some drop and things like that, but mostly just, you know, P to A adjusting. Sure. You know, and, so uh, for people that know what P to A is, that's basically when you're lying down on your belly on the table mm-hmm. and the adjustment's done from behind and into the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So with ABC, which is what we prefer to practice with here is uh, anterior adjusting. We like to lift those slump alignments up on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, adjustments for me, I 
basically get adjusted just the once per week these days mm-hmm. and um, I I find that that's that's more of a I like to be adjusted more than I have to be adjusted mm-hmm. um, I had a I had uh, some pretty big injuries in my motorcycle accident 10 years back yeah and uh, after that I had you know two or three adjustments like you're having now for about four years yep. I was having that each week I was getting two or three adjustments a week and um, you know basically went through lots of big big sort of gains with that sort of correction that I had and then um, you know now it's something that uh, I, I feel good all the time so it, it's mainly just a functional thing for me is um, getting adjusted just so that my body works better and I spend a lot of time on the bike so the bikes aren't yeah. the best thing for your posture yeah yeah and you know same for me like the, the type of exercise and, and training that i do is um mm. not that conducive to maintaining the alignment but so that's you know again why i choose to get adjusted at least twice and always yeah. after a class not before a class so you know when it comes to our practice it's it's really important that people have regular activity exercise wise all the time like mm-hmm. it's a basic yeah. requirement for your body to be healthy is to exercise and um if if you don't exercise and you don't eat correctly and and you like start oh chiropractic it's really important for my body to be functioning well and yeah. i'm gonna go get adjusted and you get yourself fixed up a bit and then you get an adjustment time and time again just to maintain things after that and, and you're not exercising you're not eating correctly mm-hmm. You, you're not going to be very functional in the end it's going to catch up on you yeah you know? so you know exercise is is crucial um, not just when we're trying to fix somebody up but just to stay healthy what's what's your sort of choice what how do you keep active um so i'm uh pretty into my jiu-jitsu lately still still you know in the bag a little bit still sure. some muay thai yep um but uh yeah so that's you know for those who don't know, that's like a lot of um, wrestling, grappling, you know, sure. having people jump all over me and yeah, yeah. So you know, that can obviously be. I've seen the uh, repercussions of some of your training. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've seen you walk in a little bit like fatigued, and uh, sometimes you've been smashed by somebody. Yeah, yeah. In some pretzel move i'm sure <laughs> um yeah so you can definitely tell when i've had a good day and a bad day kind of yeah. from yeah sometimes sh- you come in you're pretty chipper yeah and then other days not so chipper yeah well i mean you know so my coach says if, if it's bad then it's good and if it's it'd be better if it was worse but that doesn't make any sense <laughs> so let's just say it's more fun when you're winning yeah for sure absolutely yeah and you know when you lose you learn but it, it's sure still good do. to win <laughs> yeah and I, I like to a certain extent like training is pain to a certain extent like most exercise if you if you're exercising with some sort of vigor there's a good chance you're going to feel that after mm. um and yeah. that's part of the process of your body getting stronger is um, yeah. beating it up a little bit i guess absolutely you got to break yeah. stuff down for it to rebuild yeah. better you know faster stronger you know not all exercise holds good alignment either like I cycle, and I cycle. Yeah, average. I'd average four, four rides a week, and mm. the moment I've been like averaging over two hundred k's a week, and you know, that's not great for my low back. It's not great for my neck because mm. I'm sort of lent over, and it's sort of there's no suspension on these road bikes. But 
you know, in the end, it, there's a lot of other benefits that come from exercising regularly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you have to move in some regard, otherwise you you, you can't continue to uh, eat. You got to drop what you're eating. You're not burning calories, or you know, you're not getting that mental stimulation that I sort of always feel clear in the head when I get the chance to exercise. Well, not only that, that's um, a big part of the, the benefit of exercise is that it really stimulates your brain, right? Mm. So, um, you know, the movement of your spine in particular, but movement of all your joints is actually a requirement for having a, a healthy brain because it sends all of this information and stimulation up to those parts of your brain that run things like memory and concentration and mood and you know your movement planning and complex you know problem solving and things like that so it's actually really really important for a number of aspects hey? yeah especially as you uh as you age so mm. you know as you age like well with um uh my involvement with the ACA, like last year's topic was positive aging, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what yep. the main health promotion was around. That was the topic. And it was about, like at the conference that they put on last year, a lot of the um, researchers who, or, and academics that were coming in talking about um, the research they've done on, say, for instance, masters athletes, um, comparing mm-hmm. the people that compete in uh, triathlon and whatnot uh, into their 60s and the the health benefits that comes with regular training and activity mm-hmm. um, is that there's big pluses for holding good muscle mass and uh, you know having better health into your older years, not just uh, physically but also mentally. Mm-hmm. So you know decreasing the chance of uh, dementia and those other things that yeah. you know could would be really scary. Like you know if you can decrease your risk of dementia, mm-hmm. you know that's that's a thing that I want to implement into my lifestyle for sure. Yeah. And uh, actually, one of the sports that tests really good for helping with, uh, you know, dementia in old age is actually golf or any game with a lot of strategy. Yeah. So I was, I was really happy to hear about that because, you know, I love my golf. I hope I get a chance to play it. But Yeah. Uh, you haven't been around the links that much, have you, lately? No. No, I haven't. Yeah. But, uh, I can see you slowing down a little bit in the office, so that's how I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got to implement it sometimes. Maybe we should do a podcast when we're going around the golf course in our golf buggy. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to put that little explicit sign yeah. on, I think, on the, yeah. on the podcast. Might be some language. Um, but, you know, practicing what you preach, you know, and that that's something that we both do is that we, we are getting adjusted regularly, mm-hmm. but we're also making time to exercise. And, you know, I found that harder and harder to find time to exercise mm-hmm. just because we've got a young we've I've got a little girl now she's three yeah um she's pretty you know demanding on our time when my wife's working and i'm working we're juggling those situations and then you know she needs to exercise as well so mm-hmm. you know my wife brooke i adjust her on a weekly basis as well um and you know it's important for her as well to get exercise so mm-hmm. you know we have to juggle those um make prioritize it so like this morning uh, she was off to her gym class and uh, you know I was you know there watching hanging out with my little girl doing something fun with her mm-hmm. while mum had her five seconds and then you know the where I escape is different to where my wife escapes for that stuff and mm-hmm. you know but it's important for for her to be on the same trip as well I, I adjust my wife she exercises and she's actually pretty good with the uh, nutrition in our house she's basically in mm. control of that stuff for us yeah 
But um, even little Indiana, she uh, she goes, uh, she I, I adjust um, her spine when she needs it, uh, which isn't as frequently as us. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she even sees a, a chiropractic friend of mine to have um, certain other techniques done. She has like she's had some cranial stuff done, but yep. uh, you know that that's something that we've prioritised for her. Um, and uh, you know that's that's pretty important. You know if you can look after. You know, your kids frame and, and body while they're developing um, the philosophies and is that we're gonna have a stronger uh, result for her once she's fully grown mm-hmm. you know she's gonna grow up to be as healthy as she can possibly be and that's why it's so important for kids to be checked mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I'd um I don't know if you picked up on this but I've had kind of like a, a bit of an uptick in um, 16 and 17 year olds in my practice lately sure so you know like these kids are not even able to drive yet but they're still you know bent over almost yeah you know not that they're in terrible pain yet their body's not sending them a whole lot of signals particularly but like you just look at them and their parents are like you know their posture's terrible can you fix this please sure you know and, and it's hard too like at that age they're spending so much time cramming for exams all the time yeah you know and yeah. typically at the end of their exam period they're like oh my god I've got so much they've actually got neck pain Mm. You know, and they're actually commenting to their parents, oh, geez, I really, really feel really stiff. And they're like, oh, what do we do? Yeah. Because yeah, they've never been to a chiropractor before. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't even know that that's something that kids need. But, you know, kids have the same anatomy. We're the same species. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, they can develop the same uh, things that uh, adults develop. It's just that they've had less time to sort of really cause big problems in their body yet so you know mm. if we can keep them well that that's that's the really that's the key thing that chiropractic's really about it's about keeping your body healthy mm. rather than fixing it up after it's already been destroyed yeah you know, we want to maintain it make sure it's good for your whole lifetime because we can't replace these things we're stuck with the spine we've got yeah 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 so um you know with a lot of the ergonomic stuff that we put mm. to our patients as well yeah like are that a few do you do you do all those things or what is there bits that you do and bits that you don't do uh yeah so um you know for those of us that are you know listening who are in our practice you guys know that we we recommend all the time like get your pillow height right um you know get your your car seat sorted out get your seat wedges and things like that so i've got those things as well the next thing for me is is reevaluating mattress um, my partner and I have different definitions of what firm is. Yep. Um, which is, you know, a little bit less than ideal. So that, you know, having that high pillow has, has really helped um, help my sleep. But to take it to the next level, I think it's going to be the mattress. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, as far as, you know, things like footwear and stuff go, I spend more and more time. You know, it's a little bit tough like, at the moment. It just, you know, came down out here. But more and more time barefoot as much as I can you know I go watch my my girlfriend play soccer and I'm running the line in my bare feet yeah. <laughs> in the sand and so the mud, it's not so. common we see you in bare feet all the way all the time around here so yeah you, know, you get adjusted and you've got your shoes off and yeah you know your next patient walks in and you just adjust them with without your shoes on and that's you know a good way just to hold your adjustment better yeah you know most people are always surprised when uh, they they find out that shoes can actually influence your adjustment you know and Mm. Um, for those that don't know, we, we recommend um, 
bare feet and we recommend uh, minimalistic flat rubber soles so yep. that we can basically allow the foot to do more of what it's designed to do and actually move yep and we're a big fan of the barefoot shoes and um you know basically the ones that we really scoff at are going to be your, your birkenstocks mm. and i don't understand birkenstocks anyway they're so ugly yeah um like, i mean people do love their jesus weird. sandals but <laughs> yeah. i'm not it's not even it's not even that because i'm sure that you like i have made some questionable fashion yeah choices be. in the past so you know i don't judge too hard but people wear them until they're worn like through mm. you know like <laughs> when they're like, blackened by the bottom of their yep. feet after like seven years of yeah. daily usage and stuff and you can see on the side that you know the heels worn down to here, the middle of the shoes here, and then the ball of the foot's worn right down again as well. Like, and it's something I, I didn't really understand when I started getting adjusted with ABC. Those, like, how the how the shoe influences your adjustment, yeah. kind of went over my head a little bit initially. Mm. And I remember I was wearing uh, the Surfy Joe thongs. Do you yeah. know what they are? I do know what they are. Yeah. So they're like, if you, if you don't know what they are, they're like. This they're big, like water ugly, big, yeah. <laughs> they're the, the ugliest big thick thongs you've ever seen in your life. You know what they, they are? Blue straps. Aussie version of snowshoes. Right. Because they're so broad. They are big. Yeah. But I used to also buy them like at least one size too big. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. And then once you wear them for a while, you get this full groove. Yeah. So, you know, basically it's almost like an orthotic in the end. It gets set up for your, yeah. for your weight distribution through your foot, mm-hmm. which... For, for ABC, when we're adjusting people to correct alignment, that's basically something that can really slow things down quite significantly. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, eventually you figure out, oh, if I stand in my bare feet, I actually feel and hold that alignment mm. that I've been adjusted into. As soon as I stand into those shoes, my yep. posture changes, which is something we demonstrate for people all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that can be a bit heartbreaking for people though, because. People love to get the right shoes. Yeah, you well, know, the, especially the, right the Birkenstock shoes. people. Like, if once I tell them, because they often believe that the Birkenstocks are good for them until mm. we demonstrate the difference. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so you know, definitely, correct shoes are something that can really help. I I can't go barefoot as much as most people though. Um, because of your ankle. Yeah, it does. My ankle is like bone on bone, but it doesn't let me do it all day. Mm. which is a bit of a shame I usually end up walking around and uh, I get my ankle freeze up early in the morning and then I'll walk around bare feet for a while but then I'll slip on uh, a pair of Haviana shoes yeah. and uh, Havianas if you buy the this, like the ones that we like have got a, quite a hard sole and uh, you can wear them around for a good 12 months and it won't even divot mm. um, but I can throw a pair of them on and uh, I do really good so you know it just gives a bit of cushion mm-hmm. But, um, you know, th- those are all things that I've become more and more aware about as as you improve your body. Basically, um, having your body working is that basically you don't feel a lot. You know, basically, mm. when, when your body's working, you don't have... When you don't have pain, you just feel nothing. Mm. So, for me, if I wear a pair of shoes... Or I start to feel something in my body. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" Mm. You know, because I don't. I'm not used to having it. Yeah, right. And then it's like, "Well, what's the missing link?" And then it's like, "Well, I've only had these shoes on for the last hour, 
and I trace it back and it's like, yeah. well, those shoes are probably awful. Yeah. <laughs> and usually they are, you know, you trace it back to the difference or it was a chair that I sat on and, you know, setting up your, your seat in your car is often something that's overlooked. Yeah. 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 The one actually before the mattress is probably just getting Cam's car set up because she, she fights me sometimes on things like this. Yeah. But her car is terrible. So I think yeah. I've got to sort that one out. Because I can't, I refuse to drive her car. Yeah. What yeah. sort of car is it? Um, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble from like the manufacturer. Nah, no, no, you're the no. So I've got a Nissan Tita for her. Um, and, um, you know, everything that we talk about with bucket seats is, it's like, yeah, it's like my, you know, your, your bum drops down into like this black hole, like mm. at the back of that chair. It's so tilted back. You it's know, like- really, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really challenging too. Like you try to, oh, my my parents, for yeah. instance, I uh, had to move my mother's car. Yeah, and I was at her house. It was like she was parked behind somebody, and I just had to move it out of the way. Yeah, and I hopped into a seat, and yeah. I was like, "What is this? No, no wonder <laughs> yeah. she comes in complaining about all these." I'm like, you know, the yeah. car seat's just horrible, right? So I set it up for her. Yeah, and I'm like, this is the way you're going to use it. Oh, it feels different. It should feel different. because it, <laughs> it, it is just, different. It's changed it. It is different. You know, and she's like, oh, it doesn't, I don't like it. And then I, for whatever reason, yeah. a month later, I've hopped back into the car and it's it's not the way I had set it up for her. Mm. And I'm like, I can lead her to water, but I can't make her drink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mum knows best, doesn't she? So. Well, she doesn't like taking advice from her son on these things. But yeah, yeah definitely... Um, car seats is huge and you know if you if you want to get adjusted yeah. less just look after your alignments and your and your postures and mm-hmm. car seats you know if you set them up you're going to do heaps better but yeah it's definitely something i have always had mm. in, in my car like once i've understood and experimented with those sort of exercises that we take people through mm-hmm. and uh, we've got actually another evening session tonight so tonight after i, I see my last uh person for an adjustment i mm. basically spend an hour with uh, the newbies in our practice going through all the things that they need to know and do to support their body. And mm-hmm. um, this, this stuff's really key. You know, if, if you don't know the, the scope of what you need to be doing to look after yourself, then you're gonna find you need physios and chiros and GPs and all sorts of things mm-hmm. um, that you can probably avoid if you just look after yourself from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yes, well, I think that's a wrap. I think that's good. Yeah. So, yep. you know, we're, we're, we're right for any challenge. If we have a patient coming in asking us, uh, you know, about the stuff that we're recommending, yeah. um, they should know that we're recommending the stuff that we're already practicing. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to catch us out. Yeah. No. We also know that they're not watching the podcast, so we've got to turn them on to it yeah, well, if that happens. Well, it's getting out there, Dave. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to be attracting people from you know all across the world into our practice apparently yeah yeah because um, we're still getting a lot of hits over in the u.s yeah whoever's so okay it, whoever's it, whoever's in... neighbors if we can turn this road out here into a landing strip and we can just have patients you know fly in and fly out well i don't know how this is happening but about 25 percent of our audience is in southern california yeah it could be Snoop Dogg. We don't know. It could be Ariana Grande. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know, it's it's 
maybe maybe we're practicing in the wrong country. Maybe, you know? we, maybe. We could have influenced more people if we lived in California. Yeah, yeah. potentially. <laughs> Just watch out, Joe Rogan. We're, we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, we're signing off. All Catch right. you next time. See ya.